drop that knowledge on you. I could not make this show. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make the show. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. F all the particulars. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Sounding a little raspy for episode 106, bro. Hey, man. it's uh, The voice definitely was used this weekend. <laughs> black tie, like- black tie, black tie. I know y'all hear. Like, sound like Jada Kiss over there. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you had a crazy week leading up to the illustrious Black Tie event, man. It seemed Joe like College. every week is that way. Yeah, man. So what happened? What was the rundown? Man, it got to the point where, you know, poor, not, I won't say poor planning, but just it, a lot of back and forth. We had uh, got some outfits made for uh, Black Tie. And we had some up and backs to Columbus because the lady, she lived there, that made them for us. Okay. So that was a little, you know, back and forth. We had to make sure the measurements was right and all that yeah, jazz. Yeah, because you slim thug now. Yeah, you know, I lost a little bit of weight. You know, I'm out here feeling like, you know, new Rick Ross out here, you know, <laughs> feeling feeling good. And, uh, man, we just, the kids getting that situated, you know, when when both parents are active members of the black tie community, mm-hmm. uh, it takes uh you know the, the the village per se to keep us keep us afloat. So my mom actually this was her work weekend as well, so she had to work Friday Saturday. So it was it was uh, late night drop offs, early morning pickups, Ay-ay-ay. and then it was you know participation in uh, helping set up for black tie. Mm-hmm. So. I've literally, uh, I'm on, uh, I just counted, man. I'm on eight hours of sleep since Friday, man. I got, I got I got four Friday night and four last night, so. Yowzers, That's, yowzers. How, that's how it be when it's Black Tie Weekend. Facts, facts, man. How was uh the whole school situation? I know you had some exams. Man, yeah, I had tests to do. I had, uh, I'm, so I'm in this small group communications class, and uh, I got, you know, this is no shade or no, you know, I'm not, I'm not jabbing nobody, but just the 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 way it worked out. This class has some people that uh, use sign language. We have like an interpreter in our class. We have some people that uh, have like ADHD, come from that like kind of just a little mental small issues that just collectively though in a classroom it's a little frustrating. Right. But I think it's dope for this class because it's it's teaching people how to work with people like that. It's right. teaching. Teaching us how to, you know, we all are in groups and we got a group project and everybody, you know, has a life and does something. But, you know, I'm struggling a little bit with that one just because of the of the uniqueness of it. You know, it's just a different than like three or four people are like, hey, well, what we got to do? Let's get it done. It's more so we got to work through a sign language interpreter. And you know, it's cool. though. I'm learning how to work with that. So yeah. that's what college is supposed to be for. Right. You're supposed to be learning something. So. It's just all that school, you know, getting the kids ready, getting black tie ready. I got three weddings this month, so it's <laughs> it's like I'm meeting with, you know, it's just nonstop, nonstop. It stop, it's killer season. It's killer season. Stop. Well, I'll tell you uh, why I wasn't able to participate Please do, because uh, just a disclaimer, um, it seemed about, I'll, I'll give it a ratio of about every 45 minutes. Ooh. What up, killer? Hey, where Kev at? Ooh. I'm like, hey, you know. Nigga got dreams, you know. He gotta get to, you know. He got 
plans with the wife and bills to pay. You know, mm. work, work, work. Facts, yeah. facts, and, facts. And then facts. I kind of, and then I kind of cleaned it up for you. The line I gave all weekend was, you know, they got these trips planned, they got life ahead of them, but you know, at the end of the day, it would have been more of a hassle to make all this fit than to have fun. You know, he would, he would have been working too, you know, working already and then working to make this fit. So exactly, that, that's a super <laughs> so, fact. That's not even a stretch. Of yeah, the truth. so. Clean it up for you, man. You know, I'm on your side. I appreciate you know. it, man. No, but the uh, the actual reason I wasn't able to participate at all this year, you know, year one I was only able to do the white party. Mm-hmm. Boo that man. <laughs> <laughs> my man's yeah. RDP got married, so obviously I'm there for my guy. I spent a lot of time with Boo that man this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. And then, then I was uh, situated last year i was able to participate a lot more it was at the white party yeah. and at the actual gala great times able to help set up so hey, i took your spot with that man i worked with the alpha setting up tents <laughs> i was getting it in saturday morning so so this year uh the radio station is heavily involved with the african-american wellness wall mm-hmm. normally it falls on Father's Day weekend. Uh, I felt like this was something that was not a part of Black Tide in the last two years. I was trying to remember, you know, that's, a, of course, something that we do every year around mm-hmm. here. But it just felt like this wasn't the day that normally be on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when that came down, that word came down, I was like, oh, no, that's obviously not right. That's yeah. obviously a typo. <laughs> right. Duh. Like Black Tide, of course. Just got, yeah. their, got their wrong Dates Looking at a 2008 calendar yeah, instead yeah, of, you know, like, 18. Oh, yeah, messed up. No, they were right. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, all right, okay. And then, you know, we got a couple of vacations planned, me and the wife. Mm-hmm. We hitting up NYC. Maybe have another surprise trip up my sleeve mm-hmm. before the end of the year. Dream chases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like I said with um earlier in the podcast, probably like the first one we did of 2018 is like, uh, I focus so much on working and chasing that check and getting things situated for the future. I don't want to pass up the here and now. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some of that here and now is hanging out with the wife, going places, experiencing new things. So, But in order to experience those new things, you need... Yeah. You so, need, yeah, you need that dinero. Yeah, so I I, I, I kind of like, was like, like basically I used to tell everybody, I it had been more of a hassle in the long run, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to take away from this, this check I'm getting at the club scene. And trying to squeeze everything into black tie, so I wasn't able to help set up for the for the uh, the park event because mm-hmm. I was at the wellness walk. Mm-hmm. wasn't able to go to the white party because I was at my own party getting that check. And yeah. then on the gala night, I was getting another check. Yeah. And uh, also, my goddaughter had her um, graduation oh, party. I see, yeah. ran out there, <laughs> had to drop off a check out yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Had to help set up for that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So it was just like I was running wild. As if it was Black Tie Weekend yeah. for myself, it just wasn't with my peoples. But it was a uh, it was a good t- turnout, obviously, yeah. because I've seen a couple photos from the IG and everything like that. Looks like y'all had a blast. But even though I wasn't there, I was there in spirit, as uh, you know, definitely. I am the uh, the voiceover for oh, the yes. Black Tie. Yes. So you know what I'm saying, voiceover work. I'm always down for Black Tie. I root and encourage everybody to always attend if they can make it out. You know what I'm saying? That's that's where I was at with it. That's where I was at with it. I will say this about Black Tie Weekend as a whole. I think musically, this was the best Black Tie Weekend. (laughs) Musically. Not no shade on any other year. This just the way the way the people responded, the way you know, it was it was a little lighter on numbers, Mm -hmm. but not lighter in spirit. You know, like the 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 events, you know, 
if we're used to seeing two fifty three hundred, it might have been you know two two fifty. You know, it, it wasn't like it was terribly a difference, mm-hmm. but it just felt like people by year three knew that Friday was really the super kickoff turn up. Yeah, knew that Saturday was cool with some champagne life and cool with some you know so fly and it was just you know it was just the music was was rocking. Shout out to the uh, the young dude man DJ D Marsh. Okay. He's, he, he's a young guy I spun with. He's 23 years old, man, but super, super dope palette on the musical end. And Obviously, because if uh, Brother OPZ said, bless them. Hey, that's, that's what I told him. To rock with you, obviously, he got some skills. That was verbatim, man. It was it was exactly that. It was like, you know, O taught me how, taught me how to get going in this. And if, if O is, is, is co-signing you as an individual, you as a DJ... This gonna be this gonna be easy money, you know. So and it was, man. We uh we did like half hour sets, and it got to really even like my my wife was there the whole night, and she couldn't tell when one went on and one went off. It it wasn't a it wasn't like we we almost was like I think between me and him we were definitely trying to be cordial, trying to be smart, but we cared about the 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 vibe versus who who got to play boot up first, who got to play you know. Stir fry or you know Drake or whatever who got to play the hit you know and we just made sure that the vibe was right and with with that spirit coming into him it just made he had he had the the dope you know he kind of started out the night and just kind of set the mood for me that always gets me hype when I start okay I see where you at you know I feel I feel your pocket so pause but uh, <laughs> but uh, it was musically Friday was crazy 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 crazy. Um and it was, it was at where again? Uh Kettering Towers, okay. the uh racket club, and man, it was probably I'm gonna say a strong seven to one. Woo. As far as fine women to Woo. men. <laughs> now <laughs> it was it was jumping. Insert, insert, insert. Okay. Names are gonna stay out of this, oh, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? I know a certain person listened to this podcast and he's gonna know who he is. Yeah. Uh, from the IG pictures I seen and stuff I saw on Facebook, the block would have been hot for him in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's a, a a former player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, turn player again. Yeah, the block would have been hot. Man, it was extremely hot. The, so smart call by sitting it out. <laughs> the 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 funny the funniest uh, moments for me of that night were all my fellas that are either a in a serious relationship married, you know, in something that's real for them. Like, it's more right. than just we dating, getting to know It's more than that. All those guys that were there, when we would, when we would speak and say, what's up, the conversation <laughs> immediately went to, man, it's tough in here tonight, man. <laughs> like, yeah, sure is, brother. It's good to see you, though. But, you know, it, it is, it is kind of rough. I mean, it was, it was literally like, it was a lot of beauty in the building, man. A lot of beauty and booty in the building. And, and we was just, you know, it, it was just like the men, like the old men and the, I, the way I the way I was laughing at it was we were like the old men in the say in like the Salem Mall food court or like your mall food court back in the day that would be reading the paper, watching the foot traffic come yeah. around. Like that's what it felt like. We was all like, man, I remember back in the day I probably would have been on that. Yeah, yeah, I probably would have been too. You know, it was all those conversations. So but, how was the vibe different from, you know what I'm saying, the taste versus the new spot? For I think, the white party. I think the taste with it being just so compact in there and just like as far as being spaced out comfortable wise um this vibe we only we used the um the first year how we had both sides mm-hmm. um we used the right side the side with the TVs and couches okay and we had that whole basically those whole two spaces so the space that we were in the first year 
where I was spinning at that had like the little cash bar in the corner. Um, that was a space, but that was more so where you came and detoxed and went to the cash bar. It okay. wasn't it wasn't no we weren't over there, but we were space to use for seating. You turned that corner though, it was two hundred people in there having a great time. <laughs> so so the it was it was it was the vibe felt better to me because everybody was kind of centered into that space and they moved some chairs out, you know, had a couple of couches still there. So it had like a loungy turn up. I mean it, it had like we dope individuals that like trap music. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's it had that rocking, we gonna turn up feel and it it worked, man. That Friday was was a hell of a kickoff. You know, nice. it was it felt like half the half the chicks in there like, you know, I can't give you no more because I gotta say this here for tomorrow. You know, like <laughs> Like I didn't, I didn't give you all I can give you. I didn't give you all I can give you. You know, we gotta have to turn two step it out, two step it out the rest of the night. So, but it was turned up, man. If you see the pics and see the when I know I got a preview of the pics. uh, Saturday. How long we gotta wait on these motherfucking pics? Oh, not long at all. Lamar is already on. And shout out to Shutterfly Photo, man. They uh, he did a lot of the pics, and so did um, uh, Julian Cook's uh, Vintage Media. Okay. They were uh, a big part of it, too. And uh, Saturday morning, we were setting up for the uh, Island Park, which was also a great event. Um, I got to, you know, we was talking about the, man, it was tough in there again, yeah, conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Lamar, like, let me show y'all. And he started going through some of the pics and <laughs> got a preview. And we over there like, woo, it's, they, got, they fire. So Yes, I love it. I love it. I love yeah. it. But uh, I seen you was wakanda out. Oh, man. Forever. We, we had the. Who, who, one time we had the we had the hit so it one time. So whose idea was it to come Definite, with that guard? One thousand percent, Monica Stanford, <laughs> my lovely wife, man. She uh, up until I don't think I was even really, you know, I, I kind of let it go at, at one point, but I really didn't get comfortable with the whole night until we were leaving. As far as like being comfortable in what I was wearing, because mm-hmm. it was I, I've never pushed my fashion like that. I've never pushed <laughs> myself like that. So she, uh, of course, you know, she was. She just wanted to do something different, and, and and we never really, you know, spiced it up like that. And the one thing I'm, I'm glad about is that she kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone, but at the same time, all night we was getting love. Yeah, you know? like all night random. We walked in, and the way the way the walk in was, I can't lie, that was pretty dope. <laughs> the way the walk in was, you come in, uh, there's like a guy at the door, you know, holding doors for you. Get your black tie photo. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Gotta make them work. Black tie weekend, baby. You know, you know. Like hire. It's just jokes. It's yeah. just jokes. <laughs> but uh, you get the official black tie pick, and then you come to these staircases, and it's about twenty steps going down both sides. You can pick which way you want to go. But as you come down those steps, about halfway down, you you start coming to the room. So everybody at their tables, they can look up at you coming in. So as we coming in, we getting the head turns, and then it's a double take. Like oh. And then, you know, I had I had to walk to the front because I'm the DJ. So hey. we walk up there and it's like, oh, that's nice. Y'all killing it. And it was, okay, wife has something up her sleeve. I see. So we got mad love was from little, Was you a little nervous for I, I was, but I just wasn't comfortable because that's just not me. And it's, it's not nothing I've done. Yeah. I'm not saying nothing I wouldn't do. It's just I've never pushed myself that way. I'm a, as you see, I'm a, <laughs> I, I am a gym, uh, gym shorts, T-shirt, toes out. 
you know, <laughs> that's the way I would love to walk around every day. But Hey, man, know. I learned a long time ago, man. Fashion is confidence, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you feel comfortable in it, you can rock it. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you if you like, I don't know, but when, when you wore it and you got that love, I yeah. bet your confidence went up. You're like, oh, yeah, this is cool. I'm, right, so, I'm with this. So I didn't even talk about that. So after the love of about the first five, ten minutes, you know, we went around, did our picks and stuff. I'm sitting there like, okay, this might be working. So <laughs> I'm thinking like, okay, I'm a, so I, I DJ a little bit. You know, I opened up a little bit for O. And um, the, the plan was... To kind of like give him, he always gets pulled somewhere to do something or has to, you know, he works the room. Yeah. You know, he's one of the main hosts, of course, of this wonderful event. So I'm always there as, you know, Scotty Pippen. That's how, mm-hmm. that's how we laugh, you know, we kind of joke it off. Like I'm just there, whether you need me for five minutes or two hours, I'm available. So th- the plan was that. But my brother, DJ, state famous <laughs> DJ OPZ, put down one of the most solid black tie sets. I literally, I spun probably the first 30, 45 minutes or so into the night. And when O got on, it just, it, it, it got to the point where it was like, bruh, I'm here. And I, I if you need a break, I'm here. <laughs> but you don't need to break right now because you're on fire. In the pocket. I mean, it, the room was still, you know, a lot of seating. Numbers down as far as, you know, people might have been waiting for the rush, per mm-hmm. se, to, to get turned up. And once once they got to the point where it was like, okay, it's it's time. Mm-hmm. Old musically like took charge of the night, like to where it could have been tables and chilled out and everybody being bougie. Yeah. But since they stay famous, DJ LPZ knew how to just. I mean, he kept throwing rights and lefts, and I'm gonna I'm find y'all motherfuckers in a minute. And yeah. he kept going and going, and then and then boom, the room shifted from the bar and seating to. To that dance floor, skirts and and splits and 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 dudes wilding out and so step- all didn't spin at the white party. No, it was just you yeah. and the young boy. Yeah, it was me and me and the young dude and uh, DJ D Marsh and um we we kind of handled it Friday and I think I think that was the, that that was the flip of that was Friday he kept coming up to me like bro y'all on fire y'all work you know it's working like I don't even need to do nothing so well kinda, I'm happy for that yeah. because you know what I'm saying. Uh, Oh, and Kurt put in so much work Man. to make this thing happen, and other people behind the scenes. Absolutely, and, you know when they're ripping and running and ripping and running and not able to enjoy something that they help put on. Mm-hmm. I always feel like, Ugh. but yeah. what what can I do? And I'm not a, I'm not an actual spinning DJ. So <laughs> Kurt Kurt was a man of his word. He was he was in the building. Uh huh. He was mic working. He uh-huh. was he was hosting like a uh-huh. motherfucker Friday and Saturday. Uh-huh. So. So shouts to Kurt, man, for getting getting third. to enjoy some of his hard work all year. Because last year, the year before, both years, really, Run this, this like is the first year. This is the first year that I saw Kurt really, you know, percolating in the middle of the dance floor <laughs> and, and really getting it in, man. So it was it was nice to see that, man. Super Our host having a great man. time Super as well. So. Dope, man. I, mean, I can't wait for the pictures. Yeah, I'm salty. You missed it, man. You missed. It. If I had to, if I had to, you know, if I had to put one, two, and three into an order, I, I would say one, three, two. Okay. As far as the you okay. know, the first one was just the rush of it all, and that was going to be hard to, you know, that might going to be a, a one, five, ten, twenty type of you know yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. But uh, three, I think, lighter in numbers, but man, if you was a part of it, like you're talking about it, you yeah. know, it, it was dope. So super, super dope. dope. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. I love everything about it, man. 
It's actually going to be kind of like a short pod, bro, because, I mean, we already talking about this Pusha T Drizzy week two. Yeah, it's, hey, I, I really can't believe your, your man's. I was, stepped out and I was dead ass wrong. He stepped out and threw the haymaker. I was dead wrong. Last week I said I will be surprised if Pusher responds with a whole diss record. I said he's gonna come on the Kanye or the mm-hmm. Kid Cudi album and throw the jabs as he's always done. Mm-hmm. I would say I said it'll be out of his character and I would be like, eh, he's reaching. But I'm wrong on all accounts. Yeah, I, I'm wrong on all accounts. I he woke up and saw that picture with of Drake banger. with that with that with that face. <laughs> Story of Adonis. I'm like, this is this ain't old. This is this is something. Yeah. And when I hit play, it was something. Okay, so what was your first experience listening to it like? So first heard it um, solo early morning or mid morning or whatever it was that I got that. It might, it might have even been afternoon. It was it was by, by myself though during the day. I listened to it and I sit back and I'm like, as I'm listening, you know how you like you you're playing something but you still got something you're doing. Yeah. So it's like you're listening but you're not like sitting in front of it, you're like staring at it. You just you just listening. And I'm doing something around the house and what do you say? And I stop. <laughs> still oh another one. Mm, talking, you know, it was just like it, it grabbed, it literally grabbed, it stopped talking me from what talk. I was doing and grabbed my attention wholeheartedly. And when I got done, I was sitting there like, "This push, like push, really clap back." Like he, I didn't, I didn't think that he, I didn't think so. I, I didn't think that he would feel the need to per se because I feel like he, the way he looks at himself versus the situation is, I got go. We don't know collectively who got go over there you know right. so like i feel like he didn't need to necessarily y'all know what's up you know right but it i guess not well <laughs> smacked him in the is, face this is where i was at with it uh came out on a tuesday yeah i went what movie did i go see uh i went to go see the new star wars movie solo it's all right by the way all if right. you're a star wars nerd check it out uh but so i'm at the movies i get out turn my phone back on Phone oh. is on I, yeah, fire. Yeah, I, I know because everybody had to be sending it to you. I thought about <laughs> on, that on flames, dog. <laughs> so I was like, "What the hell was going on?" So we get in the car. I'm looking at my phone. She's like, "What? What are you looking at?" And I was like, "I don't know." And I like, because you know when yeah. when you turn your phone on airplane mode and text. Just start coming in. They're not in order. They're yeah, just they're like, just, damn, just, wow. Yeah. I can't believe you said that. Talking about his mama, his daddy. Right. This nigga got a son. I'm like, what are they fucking talking about? And then eventually the link came up. Yeah. And I see the picture of yeah. <laughs> Drake in blackface. And I was like, what the f- A story of a dot, a dot. Well, yeah, I don't yeah. know how to say this. Like, what is this? Right. So I'm playing it in the car and I'm like, okay, let's push. Story of OJ beat, okay. And then we go in, and then he drops the line. Dead beat motherfucker playing border patrol. Ooh. <laughs> like, yowza. Yeah. You are hiding a child. This nigga, I mean. Steve Harvey suits. Hmm, monkey suit. <laughs> Damn, son. Like, Man. yo, he went low. Like, you know what I'm saying? Michelle Obama's telling Drake, when they go low, we go high. <laughs> like, because Push went to the flow with it with this one. Dog. I feel like he learned that from rocking with Hillary and uh, all the all that uh, push for the presidency. He learned how to really get nasty with it on get the on the politics. Yeah. Right. He learned get dirty. He saw how dirty it can get. Absolutely, he man. He came with him. 
So you think push went too far? Usually the off-limit things would be children and, you know, immediate, you know, like how how we talked about how we defend our moms in all mm-hmm. in all aspects, you know, and it ain't no joking about moms, ain't none of that, but it got it got to where I feel like he tried to just atomic bomb it and just put a put put it out. You know, he tried to just come with it because now now what the response has to be like it has to be more than just, you know, another three-minute track. I make more money than you. Yeah, it, it can't be. It has to come from that same you energy. Find that dirt. Yeah, it needs to be that same energy. I, you know, you're seeing a little funny tweets about, you know, he's shopping around Honey K, trying Ooh. to get trying to get some dirt on the on the whole Pusha T and everybody, and it's just it. I hope I hope it stays dope. I hope it don't get to where, cause that one, you know. The response could get to where now feelings is going to be turned up. Just feelings got to be hurt right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to think about it. Uh, you know, uh, legendary Jay Prince from yeah. Rap a Lot said Push went too far. I I only think Push went too far, and this is because I have personal stuff involved, and when he's talking about 40 with him yeah. having MS. My aunt has MS. Yeah. So I have a connection to this where I'm like, what well, was that necessary? Yeah, like but it, then it was pointed out to me that uh, Drake made fun of Kid Cudi and his mental illnesses. So, you know what I'm saying? And and the whole thing about... It, it was just perfect setup. Yeah. Infrared was like the perfect setup. And Push and Push even said it with the whole, like, you know, when when Ross say something about Bird, man, y'all, y'all kinda, you know, praised it. But when yeah. I did it, you know, I got I got hammered for it. Yeah, you know? yeah. The the setup in, in infrared was perfect because it seems like Push was gonna drop this. Infrared is still a better song than both of these songs, in my yeah. better than Duppy and better than uh, Story Adi Down. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. Um, but it's this perfect setup because it seems like to me he has Story Adi Down ready mm-hmm. because I don't think Puss brings up the baby mama porn star, the dad monkey suit, your uh, dad left your mom, uh, you got a, a, a kid that you're not seeing. Unless he brings up his fiance, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put a ring on it like Virginia Williams. So I think like it was like it was like he already knew what he was gonna say. Like he's yeah. gonna say that he's gonna bring <laughs> up my my girl, right? And then I got this, and it's gone. And he fell for it <laughs> exactly. He fell for it. It was like kind of almost like Allen Iverson Jordan crossover. Like you seen Iverson baiting with the little crossover, and Iverson realized, oh, he's gonna bite. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna give him little, the real little, crossover. Little, little, yeah. And he gave it to MJ, and that's what Puss did to Drake. He mm-hmm. like, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dangle my chin out here. He gonna swing one time, and then the next time I put my chin out here, he gonna swing. I'm a duck, and I'm gonna knock this nigga <laughs> the fuck out. I mean, the baby moms, porn star shit, mm. shaky, monkey suit. I think everybody got done and they had to take a deep breath on some just like, man, Push wasn't playing. You know, it, it hit people to where like, what would what would you do? Like, how would you feel if you was Drake? Because what would you do? Be, be, you would have to go. I mean, like, what you mean, knuckle up? Like, I mean, put, put up your dukes. <laughs> it would it would have to be somewhat on site, but it don't. It would have to be more so on site on the simple fact of like, 
I can't now be Drake or be, you know, be me and then see that and people see us in a place and it don't get it addressed. Like it has to it has to come from it can't just be on wax. You don't have to say something to me. We don't have to talk. We don't, have, you know, something. Cause he has he threw some he threw some extreme jabs on <laughs> on on this man's personal life. I don't I, I don't think Drake wants those issues. He don't. That's that's you know either. So I think what Drake should do, he should just drop the album. Drop the album with no, now. With, 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 with no with no, no with no nothing in it. With no What can you say? So then, I make more money than you. There's nothing there. There's nothing yeah. there. I, at least I don't think a shit. Uh, it uh, might be something there for all I know. I don't fucking know Pusha T like yeah, that. Uh, I'm just a fan of his music. Unless he did, yeah. Be unless he digs it up. Drag for all I fucking know. I don't know. But all I do know is what we know for sure that Drake has hits on the album. We know that without yeah. even hearing it. We know he got at least two or three radio hits on yeah. there. Drop the fucking album. And never talk about this again. Take, take, and, and let let your songs speak for themselves. Let your touring speak for itself. Mm -hmm. When these things are brought up with the whole blackface, hey, you are. He made a statement on his IG. I didn't know we were doing that in 2018. <laughs> right. Your uh, iPhone notes and post it on your IG story, and that's it. I didn't know that was statements, but that's how yeah. it is nowadays. Yeah. When those things are up, I already addressed it. We're on with the music. Because that's the only thing that can save you. You're not rapping your way out of this one. Yeah. You and your team not, are not yeah. rapping your way out of this one unless there's crazy photos of him. Right. Unless you can dig it up. If you you got to do some yeah, major digging. I will agree with that. If you can't dig it up properly, don't don't come out here throwing the left-handed bowling ball. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like through the leg. Like you're out here trying to get wing Just anything. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because that's, that's what happened with Jay-Z. After uh, Ether, mm -hmm. he dropped reached, super he ugly. Reached. Mm -hmm. He reached, and it people wasn't feeling it. Yeah, and I mean, Jay Z's my favorite rapper of all time. I still think Takeover is better than Ether, but okay, he still came out and dropped super ugly, which is not a good diss record, right? So in turn, people was like, "Well, Nas won." So what Drake has to do is. Fuck it. I'm not even getting involved with it. I'm going to drop, keep dropping But look at hits. look at the history of how petty this man is. Like, he comes from the light-skinned petty heritage, like myself. <laughs> and uh, I, I just feel like he, he seemed like the kind of dude that will sit back and listen to that, you know, 30 times. He will count how many, how many hard jabs he took and, and feel like he got to give them four more than he gave him. Like, he just feels like that kind of energy that he would be in there trying to cook something up like that. But... It can't be a reach. That's the, that's it's what we. Gonna, that, yeah, it, 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 it will. I, if you try to respond too quick, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be a, like we're re reaching a week, bro. And and that's about how long it took push, right? Nah. Okay. Infrared came out on what? Let's get the let's get the dates absolutely correct. Let's get everything. Infrared came out on May twenty fifth. Okay. About nine o'clock. Drake responded. Okay. Roughly. Okay. Don't believe that though. Believe that he heard infrared days before that. Oh, just yeah. like the rest of the radio world. Oh, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> anyway, he dropped his response the same day, which is a dope thing. Mm -hmm. Shouts out to Drizzy. But Pusha T responded to Duppy on the 29th. Mm. So that's one, two, three, four days. Oh yeah. So okay. uh we had one, two, three, four, 
We at day five right now. We we taping on June third. Yeah. We're at day five, bruh. So it's uh But I will say the same thing I said about push. Make it if you're gonna respond, make it the right response. Don't rush it and put out something whack. Yeah. Don't reach and put out super ugly. Right. Because you will lose. Yeah. Or say fuck it and drop the album and let the album speak for itself. Let the numbers speak. When for is that itself. supposed to drop? It's supposed to drop the twenty second. Okay. But Fuck it. Yeah. Today. Fucking <laughs> now. Yeah. You yeah. you telling me if Drake drop an album right now and just fucking tweet, it ain't just gonna go crazy. That's the word. I was talking about that to somebody. Like you can just literally upload and the bomb can go off. Yeah. For and certain I mean, people, certain artists. Just, and just like with Ye, when he dropped um Life of Pablo, mm-hmm. he changed it as the as weeks went on. He's like, hey, I'm gonna tweak it here. So you can drop the album. And you can tweak it along the way. Yeah. But to get this heat off your back, you need bangers. Yeah. And, you know, he got the nice for what joint. Mm-hmm. But that uh, I'm upset is trash, as we both said. Trash. Uh, I so. was upset. He said, is that what <laughs> you call upset? I want to see you mad, niggas. Yikes. Yeah, buddy. That, that's my suggestion yeah. for Drake. Yeah. My suggestion is drop the album, man. Fuck it. Real quick while we talked about it, did you listen to the Yay album? I listened to the Yay album. What'd you think of it? Fart on those bars. I struggle with the concept of, I get what he was, you know, talking about his life and his mental issues and all that, but it just felt like everything was centered around that. And like, as a music lover, like, I'll go listen to Green Day because it puts me in a certain mood. I'll go listen to some country because I I like it all. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sit on some music and feel like I'm about to go Columbine some shit, or or, or just get down on myself, and then right. like it, music's supposed to be uplifting. Now, as some of the bars, like you know the yikes and that, yeah, some, some of them are okay, I, but for the most part, it was like it was too much on my mental. It wasn't enjoyable. It was like it was like going to a restaurant that you don't really like because you know the squad going there, and you got to find that thing on the menu just to get by. You know, it was, it, it, it didn't feed me enough. Okay, I got several thoughts on this shit. <laughs> several. Um, one, I only like two songs. I like Yikes and No Mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, dope Person, sample yep. on No Mistakes with the old uh, Slick Rick sample. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. And Yikes, I like that. Everything else, not feeling. Two, as mad that I was that the Pusha T was only seven tracks, mm-hmm. I am equally happy that this album is only seven <laughs> tracks. True. Because it was, I, I gave it the first skim through when it came out on Friday. I was like, ooh. I listened to it again because it's only like 25 minutes mm-hmm. on the drive home. I, like, <laughs> I actually listened to it on today because I knew we was going to talk about it again. And that's where, like, uh, No Mistakes really started to, like, you know what? This is this this is all right. I can yeah. fuck with this. Yeah. And But Yikes always stood out off yeah, the bat. It but, did. That's the first, out of, out of my first run through, for me to even remember, like like titles, like because I have so many songs in my brain. Mm-hmm. Being a DJ, that that was just one that was like, you know, people was asking at the party, you know, did you hear the yeah, you hear the yeah? I'm like, I heard yikes, you know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of, and that's kind of the response I was getting was like, yeah, that's about it's about where I was. Like it was it was tough, it was a tough listen, but the yikes was cool, and you know, like people was vibing to that. So and one out of seven, not good. Though. Yeah, not at all, not at all. <laughs> you don't want to have that shooting percentage. <laughs> Uh, but uh, my thing about rest of buddy is, all right. So they got the listener party. What on Thursday night out in Wyoming? Mm. 
All right, multiple things about that. <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> All right, so Kanye obviously has a lot of different views and obviously has things going on with mental health and trying to find himself and all that stuff. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. But out of all those people there, if you go, are you saying you agree with Kanye's views? Are you putting on to make America great? You know, right. are, are you participating? And I may be <laughs> reaching. I may be reaching. But I do know it was a lot of people there that I would I would imagine like do you need to be there? Is that a good look? Right. Is is that something you roll with? Like it's, and then you know you know you got radio people there because that's their job. You got journalists there, that's their job. But it just seems like, man, like I just don't get it. Like, yeah. and they dancing around a campfire, and I and I don't hear a dance worthy track on here. Right. So I'm just like, are are people just involved with the hype of Kanye West? Are they like knows he's a musical genius, mm-hmm. it, and and this is no shot at Nas. Nas is great, but does not is Nas there because he needs Ye's beats? Right. I'm just saying. I'm like, I, and I. And I, I wonder I, too if 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 he's like the step cut or like the cousin in the fan where everybody smiles and greets when they see, but then when he leaves, they like talking about him or like crazy. like it didn't it, it need it felt like everybody just got like he the one family member that everybody cares about because they know he just off off edge and they kind of show him some love and imagine if none of us came and mm-hmm. how would he feel like you listen to this album you think damn Kanye might kill himself mm-hmm. you know and that's really the thoughts that come across my mind like all this ha ha he he sometimes at, at when you're the center of it in the world you know, everybody ain't going to be like, oh, he got a mental health. You know, people are going to be doing all kinds of things to him as an individual. And it's like, right. it seems like he's the kind of person that could lose his mind. You know, it yeah. like like really, like it's it's, all, it's already lost. It's already gone. So. And like I was saying with Nas, is he there because he needs the beats? Like, is, is he rocking with this because he wants the beats and he knows that Kanye is a musical genius? And then I think like, well, obviously Pusha T's there because he's the president of good music. But mm-hmm. does he need Kanye beats? It's like, well, he don't need Kanye beats. He fucking grew up with Pharrell. So what the fuck he need Kanye beats? Yeah. He got Pharrell beats whenever he wants. Exactly. So it's just like, okay, maybe they're just friends. And it's cool to disagree with your friends. You, I mean, you shouldn't agree with people 100% on anything. Yeah. Like, it, you're not you're not supposed to. I just, find, I just found it weird. Like, y'all jumping around like this is fucking Master P, no limit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not a head bouncer on there. I... I, I, I a little nod. Yeah, you like, might you right. might get a two step with the straw in my mouth while I'm sipping yeah. on something, but that's about it. <laughs> but okay, question, musician, how? What's the biggest difference between us as consumers saying, "Hey, give me the music I want. I don't want you making the music that you want. Give me what I want because I like you." Like yeah. we are. Like I talk about Eminem all the time. I think Eminem is one of the dopest rappers ever. Yeah. But I rarely get the well, Eminem I, well, that I want. Yeah. I get Eminem, like the Eminem I want is on re, uh, featured on Royce the Five Nine album, the Caterpillar joint. Mm-hmm. Goes in. Yeah. But I get that Eminem on two tracks off the latest album. Right. Uh, shoot. 
shit, Kanye West. Yeah. I want beautiful, twisted, dark fantasy Kanye mm. West. Yeah. Not this Kanye West. I don't, like, as consumers and music lovers, who are we to tell them as artists, like, yo, this is what we want from you at all times. Give me some hot beats. Give me some bars. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about your bipolar. Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't give a shit about you getting out your dreams. I want these bars. Think, think about how long Gucci had to run, especially around our area, had to run with whatever he threw at us. They just ate it up around here. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's all. And, go, you know, go ahead. I mean, it's just all them tracks from those days. He, he was just throwing like the he was like the trap leader. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was the one where he put it out. We rocking with it. Jeezy, yeah. he put it out. We rocking with it. You know, coming from that. I think artists struggle with being, quote unquote, original and being an artist that I'm musically inclined to do this, this, and this, and I know what they want, and they, they, they want what I like because it's me. And at the end of the day, I think it's a fine line to push. You know, you don't want to become, you know, D4L in a sense of just we want do do. We want these from you all the time. We want these from you all the time. I think artists struggle with man. I got to show them I can. I can spit on this riding music. I can spit on this club music. I can spit on this radio track. I can even do the pop if you need me to. I can do. They want to show all these sides of them, and they lose sight of like, man, that good life got you here. That yeah. I sit back with this bag. That kind of stuff yeah. made, made me rock with you, you know. So yeah. they lose sight of that chasing what's new, chasing what's hot, trying to be original versus just giving us like you say, give us that double double, you know. Give yeah. us that K love, that twenty and ten. We expect that from Shit, you. Shit, add my guy, J Cole to that. Yeah. Give me the twenty fourteen Forest Hill Drive. Give me the KOD. Mm-hmm. Don't give me that album that you had in between though. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. like yeah. I, it's like I don't know, man. Like I'm, are they experiencing new things? Are they not in those same places? It's just, I just find it weird that when you have a core demographic, like, okay, Pusha T, he has a core demographic. Mm-hmm. And he speaks to that core demographic on every album, every song on every album. This is who I'm talking to. Fuck what you talking about. Same thing with Ghostface, same thing with Raekwon. I know what I'm getting. Exactly. And I love that. I love that. Like, I I know for sure, 9 out of 10, I'm going to like it. Because I know what I'm getting. Like now, I don't know what the fuck I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Especially with this Kanye West. Like, That's how I feel about Juicy, Juicy J. To be honest, <laughs> he came from a spot where I grew up with him, and then it seemed like he was just chasing all bags offered. You know, oh, yeah. I'm doing these pop. Yeah, yeah, I'm on. I'm on everything. You, you need it, I got it. You know, <laughs> get that check, get that check right. man. So what happens? Drake respond or what? Um, I don't think. I think it's gonna be he will respond, but it will it will it, it will be in such a petty form that you know he's he he gonna control that in the sense of I don't think it'll be rushed. I think he's gonna have to he's gonna put in the work to find something because he ain't gonna let that be the last one. Uh you're probably right. By the time we hit upload, he'll probably have responded <laughs> in this whole podcast. Be <laughs> right. A waste like last week was. <laughs> right, right. All right, we got some NBA finals. Yeah, man. J.R. Swish. Mm, at least he's consistent, brother. George Hill missing free throws. 80%. Bron Bron going fucking epic mode, mm. which is lost, which is 
lost in this lost. whole thing. And was, it, I thought about that. The interview after the game where the guy got on his nerves and he walked off, we're not going to hear how LeBron felt after his best playoff game. Right. It's crazy. He's fucking... That was, <laughs> that's the LeBron I like. Exactly. That, I mean, he went fucking crazy. Also lost in it. Uh, KD playing like shit. Mm-hmm. Not boxing out. Also lost in it. Uh, Steph balling out. Uh, also lost in it. Uh, Clay getting hurt. Yeah. So it's, it's so many things to unpack there, but we'll start <laughs> with J.R. Smith. That damn J.R. You know, me and me, uh, shout out to Brandon McKinney, man. We was uh, wrapping it up at the white party and talking and at the cookout. And uh, he he brought he brought me into the space where let me let me go let, let me go reminisce. If you go back and watch some J.R. highlights, J.R. used to be. Dogging cats. I mean, he used to he that Denver days and them New York days was he was solid. But if you go back, man, it seems like Jr. be so lost in the sauce. He just he beats to his own drum, and we don't know. It's just it's just oh, Jr. You can't you you're in the, you're in the NBA Finals against a team that no one thinks you're going to even get a game from. And you got an opportunity to have, you know, I thought when he ran off like that, he runs to open space to hit his fadeaway. That's what I thought. I thought he was going to take two steps and turn. He took two steps and turned the, opposite, the wrong way. What are you doing? What are I you mean, doing? Oh. I mean, it is, it's crazy. Like, me being a Mellow fan, so I watched a lot of Nuggets games. Yeah. And to the year the Nuggets went to the Western Conference Finals and lost the Lakers, he had the responsibility of guarding one Kobe Bean Bryant. Mm. And the fouls that he will rake up in the first <laughs> half, he will have three fouls like in the first three minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, what what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Like, and just boneheaded plays. Yeah. And then just forcing dudes that don't need to be playing, playing in his place. And then bonehead mistakes with the Knicks. Bonehead plays throughout his career with the Cavs and then in epic proportions in game one of the finals after LeBron is going fucking crazy, dropping 51 points. He gets the offensive rebound. Good job. Yeah. Against KD, right? Yeah, over KD, who's <laughs> much taller than you. Now, I understand you probably didn't think you could get a good shot off by taking it right back up, but timeout. Timeout. Just call a timeout, bro. Ty Lue could have did that. LeBron, yeah, anybody could. Anybody could have did that. But the thing is, he didn't know the score. He thought they were up. Mm. And and that's just that's just a Yeah, that's, that's just, just poor basketball. JR's the dude that will put together the, you know, the objective. He'll put it together without reading the directions. And it'll take him four hours when it could have took him two if he mm-hmm. would have just read the directions first. Like it was <laughs> it was bad. That's JR to me, man. JR just be you can't be at that level of basketball in your life. Oh, you can because he did. I done it multiple <laughs> times. He on the cover of the New York what New York Daily News yeah. and and whatever year with New York. It's just poor basketball IQ, man. It's it's it is it is. I don't I don't need to read over those things. I I'm a professional basketball player. Like you need to rewatch some of these how to how to become this because your basketball IQ, man. You just it can't it can't happen like that. If, if if y'all get down to game five or game six by chance, mm-hmm. and that game could have been won, should have been won. You know, game five or game six could have mean a little more to you versus maybe you chasing from behind, which is looking like 
it's going to be another one of those three ones and hope LeBron can pull it out in the last three, but good luck. Yeah, I, I hate to bring this back to LeBron again with him dropping 51 points, <laughs> but he dropped 51 points and they lost. In his 15th year, playing 101 games. 51 points. 48 minutes, just, the last like, game seven. No matter what <laughs> ended up happening in this NBA Finals, hell, the Cavs could come back and win, but most likely not. But you just wasted a game where a nigga dropped 51 points, dog. Mm. You can't lose it. Like, you you can't lose that game when somebody gives you 51 points, man. And I saw on LeBron's face when he, like, you know, almost pouted to the bench in frustration when he tried not to blow up at him. You know, he tried yeah. to just walk off. I'm like, motherfucker. I could see in his face. It looked like overtime, they're shot. Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing left. There's, there's, I, I don't have five more minutes to give you at this level. Like, that's I, how he looked. I'm not the biggest LeBron fan in the world. Everybody knows that. I am critical of LeBron. But there's no way you can expect somebody to drop 51. Your teammate dribbles off the clock, basically, when they have a chance to call a timeout and get the win or whatever. It was, get, it was a good one. Four seconds left. Yeah, happened. get an opportunity for the win. And you can't. Oh, we're going to take this TV timeout and come back. All right, you're back mentally focused. No, he's a human being, too. Exactly. So he's, he's flustered, too. He's mm-hmm. like, dude, we, what are you doing? Like, bruh! When LeBron gets mad in the game, I love it because I feel like he's going to give me a couple minutes of greatness, no matter in what form, whether it's defense, whether it's, you know, basketball IQ, whether it's offense. He's going to give me something. But when this happens late, I feel like LeBron almost like, y'all just going to waste this whole 50, you know? Y'all just going to waste the whole shit? Like, I feel like it's y'all and me in a sense of like, and we, Kevin Love we, was hooping too. Was, we, but we we know this is a lottery team without. So I feel like he struggling. Like these are these are the moments that's gonna make it like, man, that LA that LA mansion in the summertime might be permanent. You know, like these are these are the situations that is gonna be like, unless again a whole other re, rework of the other roster that's gonna Got take to. that's gonna take months to get organized, and it's just. It's, it's, we don't know if they would have hit the shot. We don't know what yeah, would have yeah. happened. This is, this the the opportunity. opportunity wasn't taken. It wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't there. Yeah. It was there to be taken, man. Kevin Love was hooping. I mean, Bron and Kevin Love combined for seventy. And I don't want to skip over the fact George Hill missed the free throw. Like they they hit the free throw, they go up one. I literally had okay, comma I U P U I typed <laughs> up when he was pulling up for the second free throw. I was about to hit sin, and when he missed that shit, <laughs> he missed it. I'm already looking. And then I see Jr. run right instead of left. I'm like, uh, backspace, 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 backspace. <laughs> so what, was it a block or a charge on KD? You are allowed to move if you are set in position. His left, even though he was moving, his left leg was solid and planted into that position outside of the uh, outside of the zone there. And I personally think. He was there because if you watch it slow, it, it, it gives more question. Yeah, when you watch that shit fast, you could. I mean, it, it was some kind. They, yeah. they, 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 they met. You know, they had some impact. And I, for him to, my problem with it, none of these officials, when it gets down to the last parts of games, want to grab their nuts and be like, "You did it. You fouled. Right. You." They always want to revert back to, "Well, we can go review it." You can only go review that play if you thought he was inside the regulated area. 
He was feet outside of that area. Horrible. So you shouldn't have even been allowed to go review that because someone in, of your caliber of refereeing should be able to make that call that he wasn't in that area. It was my child could have laid in between the space between him, <laughs> him and the, him and where he was. You know what I'm saying? My like, thing about it was I think it was a charge. Okay. When they replayed it, it looked like a block. So, my thing is, y'all as referees, one had a charge, one had a block. Mm-hmm. It's it's a subjective subjective call. Yes. I don't think you should be allowed to go to the replay for subjective calls. I don't, and I, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to. But they used the was he in the regulated zone right. to create the fact that we can go change this now because that can be our reason for reviewing. And then the rules state now while reviewing. We can now overturn the call if deemed necessary. Horrible. Terrible. Horrible. Whatever the call is on the floor yeah. should be it. I am not a replay guy in basketball, football, or baseball. Yeah. I hate replay. I think replay is one of the worst things you can do for sports. I think whatever the call by the referee is, that's the call. That's why, we, referee, that's why you're there. Yeah. The referee, and especially in the NFL, they allow the replays as a crutch. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to start doing that in basketball. Now, you there's three officials in basketball. Add a fourth. Add a fourth. Yeah. Get some more eyes on there. Get some younger referees. Right. Get some dudes that's in their mid-30s instead of dudes in their mid-60s. Because they use that excuse so I didn't the, see the, it. Uh, when the, what's the old dude that Barkley was racing the one year? Oh, uh, ball head, yeah. Dick, Dick, Dick something. Yeah, uh, uh, he was like yeah, seventy yeah, plus. Yeah. Look, I'm not an ages, but you get younger people out there with better eyesight and better mm-hmm. hand and eye coordination, they can see things better. Get the get a fourth ref, get younger refs out there to see these things. Stop using replay. Replay is a mm-hmm. crutch. Whatever the ref calls, mm-hmm. that's the call. Let's play ball. Like feel, this going to all right. Let's t- 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 look. The ref has an angle. He don't have the sky angle, the lower box angle, right. the angle from over there, and super slow motion. Right. Anything can be just just like it's subjective. Still with the super slow mo. Now you can say, oh, his shoulder was leaning into him. Oh no, he's falling back. You can make it any kind of way you want. In real time, regular speed, whatever they call, that's the call. Mm-hmm. Stop. With the replay. The shit is so fucked up because you can, let's say they went automated and we just had people sitting in, you know, headquarters making calls. Right. If that was the case, every play, the automated system would see a foul. Yeah. Because it happens all the time. Right. So the flow of a game, the referee beat, all that is a part of team sports. All that, you, it's a, it's a valuable part of keeping bad the game. calls are a part of the basketball. Yes. You have to be able to. To as number one, just be a just be a motherfucking man. Be like, bruh, either shut the fuck up, you can get this tea, yeah, or get on the line because about to shoot these free throws because you fouled. You know, like yeah, like just make a. I I would be more in all sports too. I would be happier with the ref truly believing in what he said and what he saw than it being I saw it, I blew my whistle. But now I got these, I got these uh, extensions I can go to. I got these aids that I can help. Yeah. Now let me just go check my work before I make a decision on this multiple choice. Let me, yeah, no. Let me, yeah. And also hold the referees accountable. 
You you hold the players accountable. The apology on Tuesday is terrible. That that pisses me off. It was a foul. It was a catch. A lane he, he violation. Was, yeah. Like, look, man. <laughs> well, we all saw that, of course. Yeah, a dub, <laughs> but like we hold we hold players accountable. We hold for the for their performance. We hold GMs accountable for uh burner accounts mm-hmm. on their Twitter. Right. We hold ownership accountable for doing the right and wrong things like the Clippers. We hold we hold the fans accountable for making obscene gestures. Why aren't the officials held to that same standard? Why they're, am I almost behind closers? I'm sure they're held to a high standard. Let me yeah. make sure I'm correct. But in the closed view of everybody, all right, Kevin Washington was fined by the NBA, uh, half a game check for multiple bad calls in game two of the NBA finals. Why why not? Why am I 30, about to be 36 years old, and collectively between NFL and NBA? I, if you put up a bunch of pictures, I could probably point out thirty or so of the, the referees because they've been a part of it yeah. my entire life. They've yeah. been a part. Like there's some NBA refs, some NFL refs that have they're on their 27th year. They're in the white hat now. They feeling like <laughs> I feel like the older generation. And when I get there, I'm sure I'll feel different. But I'm not there, so I don't feel this way. The older generation they struggle with letting go. Mm-hmm. They struggle with change. I can still do this work. I want to do this work. I'm gonna do this work versus. It's certain. It, there's certain things like sports per se. I would find it more valuable to have a retired, you know, uh, whoever, a retired player, chase chasing a, a referee career yeah. versus a guy that's been doing it for thirty years and obviously don't like change because you're still doing it. So you're still stuck in just certain vibes. And you know, you remember Haywood Workman used to play for the Pacers. Yep, yep he's yep, a yep. college referee now. That's what I'm saying. The, Sports will get more value from former players coming back to the game in those levels than they will from keeping the guy that's good on the test and good at passing the referee and, test. And, and and they can still have a role in this. They can be an advisor. Yeah, definitely. They can do what old boy does for ABC and ESPN. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna work for the league. But I just think you need more eyes on the on the court, and you need younger eyes on the court. Just. And and this whole replay thing, I mean, we yeah. talk about it with Take charge, talk about man. it with football, with the catch and non catch and oh he caught it in real time, but we look at super duper yeah. slow mo it moved as a and now it's not a catch. Shit is stupid. It's stupid. Fuck replay. Yeah. <laughs> Take it yeah. It got to the point now where everybody was concerned about coming when it was coming into sports, having it slow up the game and be a problem more than a help. Well, it is now more of a problem than a help. Yeah. So now Grab your nuts and say we changing it. Yeah, we gotta fix it. This ain't working because it's it's creating the apology every every you know game after, and then coming back with the same people that made the problem. If I if I fuck up at work five times, I might not be doing the same shit I was doing because exactly. either I'm gonna get trained right or they're gonna move my ass somewhere else or out the door. Facts. Keep Facts. It, keep it the same way. Who wins game two? Cleveland has to get one of these, so I'm still I'm still saying Cleveland. I said it at the beginning. Uh, Cleveland has to get one of these in Golden State, and I think, I think, <laughs> I think we're gonna have we're gonna have another another one, another big LeBron game. So I think the Cavs lose tonight. I think they go down 0-2, win Game Three, but 
I think they lose tonight. I think they get smoked tonight. I got them winning game two and game three. How about that? Okay. We'll leave okay. it there. Okay. Uh, time we get back. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> right. It's going to be fucking game seven. Right. <laughs> you can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Shout out to Kurt, man. Shout out to DJ OPZ. Hey. Shout out to Maisha. Shout out to Rose. Hey. Everybody in the Black hey. Tie family, hey. man. We appreciate you. Prayers up for the homie DeMarco. I saw you post that on yes, Facebook. Sir. Don't need to know why you need the prayers. Just send them to you, bro. And I stopped in my presence and I shot them prayers up for you, brother. So prayers up to you and uh, everything you got going on, man. Peace! Yep. Yeah.